Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is Morning Prayer for Thursday, February 9th, the year of our Lord 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations and in every place incense will be offered to my name and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued supports helping this minister reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant each of you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of His Holy Spirit. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and your part and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Page 14, our morning canticle, the Venite. Together, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Our Psalms for this morning, Psalms 99, 100, and 101, beginning on page 398 of your Book of Common Prayer. Our antiphon, the Lord has shown forth his glory, and the people say, O come, let us adore him. Psalm 99, the Lord is king, let the peoples tremble. He sits between the cherubim, let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion and high above all peoples. They shall give thanks unto his name, which is great and wonderful. Holy is he and mighty, a king who loves justice. You've established equity. You've executed judgment and righteousness in Jacob. 
O magnify the Lord our God, and fall down before his footstool, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among those who call upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he heard them. He spoke to them out of the cloudy pillar, for they kept his testimonies and the law that he gave them. You heard them, O Lord our God. You forgave them, O God, yet punished their evil doings. O magnify the Lord our God, and worship him upon his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Psalm 100. O be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be assured that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures from generation to generation. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Psalm 101 My song shall be of mercy and judgment. Unto you, O Lord, will I sing. O let me have understanding in the way of godliness. When will you come to me? I will walk in my house with integrity of heart. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the sins of unfaithfulness. No such thing shall cleave to me. A crooked heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him will I destroy. Whoever has a proud look and an arrogant heart, I will not suffer him. My eyes shall look with favor upon the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. Whoever leads a godly life, he shall be my servant. No deceitful person shall dwell in my house. The one who tells lies shall not tarry in my sight. I shall soon destroy all the ungodly who are in the land, that I may root out all evildoers from the city of God. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, the book of Genesis, chapter 39. Genesis 39, verse 1. Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had brought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. He became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him. And he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. From the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was in all that he had in house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance, and after a time his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me except you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? 
And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her, to lie beside her, or to be with her. But one day, when he went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house were there in the house, she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I had lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. Then she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. And she told him the same story, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us came in to me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, This is the way your servant treated me? His anger was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Tadeum Laudamus. In unison, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and the seraphim, sing an endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood. And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 21, the last chapter, beginning at verse 1. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. 
That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so would the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to them, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers that this disciple was not going to die. Yet Jesus did not say that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written about these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now there were also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Page 19, our response, the Benedictus. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, 
and of the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer, page 21. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, the people say. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our morning suffrages, O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 603, our collect of the day from the fifth Sunday of Epiphany. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, keep your household, the church, continually in your true religion that we who trust in the hope of your heavenly grace may always be defended by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And on page 23, this collect for guidance on this Thursday morning. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit that in all the cares and occupations of our life, We may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now we'll 
lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom in the Anglican Communion. The first on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to remember our government leaders. And last, we want to remember our neighbor, our fellow man, as we lift up our prayer list unto the Lord. I'll use these three prayers on page 24 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray this day for all of those that you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O oh God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they walk before your people as godly examples of the faith. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our Bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our Archdeacon. Take this time to lift up your Archbishop or your Bishop and remember your pastor or your rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us, and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be that shining city on a hill which cannot be hidden as we manifest to the world that we are Christ's disciples and take his love to a lost and a dying world. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. These things we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those that are far off and those that are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for those you've called to govern, asking that you would lift up the humble and those who do what is right, but to resist the proud and the self-serving. Rebuke the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power and all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, and all the president's cabinet. We lift up Kevin, our speaker, and Chuck, our Senate leader, all of our elected officials in the House and in the Senate. We pray for John, our Chief Justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court and all the courts throughout the land. I bring to you Gretchen, my governor here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor. And I invite you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and to remember your local leader. Father, give these that we've elected 
and all of those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And because your word declares that righteousness exalts a nation, I ask that you would help each of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with you, so that you might visit our nation with your blessing, and not in judgment. These things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray this day for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hand of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We lift up your church that is being persecuted throughout the world, and we remember the families of the martyrs, along with all of those who are nursing or have lost loved ones. Lord, have mercy. We pray for those suffering in their minds, in their bodies, under personal welfare, material circumstances. We remember those who find themselves under mortal dangers, all of our prisoners and captives, all of our men and women in the military and the law enforcement communities all of our first responders, and all of our healthcare workers. These that protect us, mighty Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we pray that you would stretch forth your hand and heal, deliver, and provide for all of these and everyone on our prayer list. And these things we ask for the honor of your great name, Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord, but be sure and return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 25. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, our preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you, 
And you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen.